listening to Splash with Shalene Bryan. Get ready to be splashed with love and laughter to rehydrate your soul. Welcome to another episode of Splash. I'm Shalene Bryan here with my buddy Barbara Cameron. Hi, everybody. Ready to splash you with a little love, laughter, and encouragement to rehydrate your soul. Mm. And buddy, it feels good to be in here. So good. It's been a minute. (laughs) A minute and a half. Yeah, so I ended up getting the C word, COVID, and I have natural immunity, everybody. (laughs) Come on over. Me too. Isn't it wonderful? I know. So I get it in January, which... Thank you, Lord. Like, mm-hmm. thank you, Jesus. It was like- because all my family, you know, having adult kids, all my family in my son's in law school at Baylor, my daughter plays Division One lacrosse at Liberty in Virginia. So I had everybody this year because my son's married, so I have to share. Mm-hmm. My niece mm-hmm. is married, mm-hmm. so it was my mm-hmm. year. And I was healthy as a horse. Mm-hmm. And then January, was it around, what, like the 10th? Yeah, I think so. I was sleeping like Sleeping Beauty. Yes, you were. I thought someone drugged me. <laughs> and I don't take drugs. I don't even drink. And so I would go to the bathroom and fall back to sleep for about 18 hours. So my friend goes, hey, you might want to get, I, I had that and I had COVID. So I went over to the soccer fields over here, uh-huh. but I had ivermectin. Can you say ivermectin? Yeah, I, I had some ivermectin from those good frontline doctors mm-hmm. and I had bought it way back in 2020. Right. <laughs> Just in you case, smart. Yep. right? Mm-hmm. And sure enough, I go to take the test at the soccer fields and they said, well, we'll get that back to you in six days. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So I thought, the, the pill thing is just take it every day for five days. Right. So I just started taking it instantly right. and I felt great. So praise God for that. I'm really mm-hmm. grateful and also grateful for bold doctors. Yeah. And this is why I'm very excited about our guest. I know. You know, actually you brought her to us, buddy. Yes, which I is know. I'm very exciting. excited because it was just like, you know, sometimes you get a, that call or that someone says, hey, you know, I, I'd love for you to meet somebody. I, right. I just was introduced to them and right. I, I just... Oh, this woman was just so passionate about what she's doing right now. Yes. And uh, she said, I, I would love for you to speak to her or, or you know, connect with her. And right. I'm like, okay. And so I checked her out and uh, come to find out that Kirk and Pastor Rob McCoy. Um, From God Speak. Ha- yes. Yes. Uh, already knew of our guest this morning. Ooh. I know. So I was just like, okay, Lord, this is good. Yes. And so I thought, oh, she'd be great on the podcast. Yes. So this morning... May I introduce Please to you do. all Heidi St. John. Heidi, Hello. welcome to the Splash Zone. <laughs> hey, you guys. Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited to be here because the Rona ruined our first rendezvous. So uh, that's, that's right. That's right. Thanks yes. for having me. You were supposed to come on in January, but I was sleeping, Heidi. So thank you. That's right. <laughs> thank you for waiting for me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Welcome to the Natural Immunity Club. Thank you. Right. I'll take that all day long. Yep. You know, I want to brag about you just for a second because as our listeners, our Splash family is going to just lean in and love, love you to death and turn their volume up wherever you are if you're out walking because Heidi is not only an author of eight books, well, it's going to be eight soon. She founded the largest homeschooling resource center in the country. And to be honest, after 2020, I'm sure it's even around the world. Who knows? She has a podcast that airs five days a week, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. She loves Jesus, which, you know, let's lean in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she's celebrating her 33rd wedding anniversary with her husband, married to the same man for 33 years. Mm. She has seven can we say seven? Seven. Seven. (laughs) Beautiful children, ages 11 to to what? To 30? You have a child that's yep. going to be 30? 
and she has four grandchildren. You look good, girlfriend, on your Instagram then, I'm just saying, and you don't even use filters. But I am so excited because Heidi is not only a hearer of the word of God, you guys, it's so important. She's a doer doer of the word of God. And in being involved in a part of everything that's going on in her life and access to the things that God's allowed her to see, she is running for Congress. Congress. Hello. (laughs) In Washington State. So those of you listening from Washington State, vote, 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 because we know how that can go, right? So welcome, Heidi. <laughs> what made you want to pop in and jump into that tidal wave? Because I mean, when I when I heard it, I was like, ah, we need men and women who who love God to yeah. get in the race. Right. I mean, we're in a race, so why not be in the Congress race? <laughs> right. The Bible says, run the race. That before right. you. Well, I mean, it's, I announced in February of last year, so I've been running for Congress now for exactly a year. Wow. Um, the primary is in August. So really around here, it's all about the primary. Washington State has what's called a jungle primary. Okay. So it'll be the top two. It could be two Democrats. It could be two Republicans. Uh, They don't pick one top from each party. They pick the top two. So it's a very interesting way to do things. It's a dumb way to do things, you know, if we really want to get into it. But to answer your question, I was just, uh, I was actually at a friend of Barbara's house last night doing a, a meet and greet. And I was asked the same question, you know, why would you jump into this? It's so nasty politics is a blood sport mm. now and yeah. i'm finding this out firsthand uh and the the very simple answer when i'm talking to people of faith the very simple answer is i know his voice mm. i know his voice and it was the lord who told me to do it and it's you know to the point where i was you know like samuel in the middle of the night you know and finally yeah. i was like okay speak lord I'm, you know i'm listening and i kind of prayed on it and and you know, sweated over it for about two weeks before I even brought it up to my husband because I, you know, we're already busy. I don't need the platform. You know, I don't need the job. Right. I, uh, but I have come to appreciate and hear his voice. You know, Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and follow me. Mm-hmm. And it really is as simple as that. I know the Lord asked me to do it. And we, as a family, we prayed over it. You know, all seven of our kids Wow. Came to a, we met together after church one day, and uh, a, a retired state representative met with us to explain to my my children, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly of me running for Congress. It was almost all just bad and ugly. But uh, I was, and I thought, oh, my kids will say, no way, you know, mom's already out there in the public eye. I already take enough. I take a lot of criticism and a lot of heat because of my bold defense for scripture in the in the culture. Mm. And I thought, well, my kids aren't going to want me to do this. And my son-in-law. <laughs> you know, oh. one of the first ones to defect, you know, and he was like, mom, you were, you were born for this. Mm. You know, I've been wow. you know, watching you for eight years. You were born for this. And then, of course, my daughter, same thing. And then one by one, all of our kids, most of them are in their 20s now uh, of the seven. And, you know, one by one, they all, they said, this is what, this is the Lord for this season. And we explained to them, you're not, you, you know, you're not going to see me pretty much for two years like right. you normally do, because I'm going to be campaigning. This is going to be hard on our family. They're going to attack us. And so I always tell people, I, you know, we, we went into this with our eyes wide open. We are willing to leave it all in the freedom because guess what? All in the field for freedom, because God loves the citizens of Southwest Washington state. Mm. He loves the people in California. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says that when the righteous are in power, the people rejoice, but when the wicked are in power, they groan and the whole nation is groaning sure under the weight mm-hmm. of wicked leadership. Right. That is the truth. Amen. And so uh, the Lord didn't say, you know, run to win. The Lord just said, uh, run. And so I'm running and I'm going to uh, leave it. I'm leaving it all on the field uh, for freedom. And I think that the people 
here are worth fighting for. And I'm hoping that my setting example, I think this is part of it, you know, my willingness to put myself out there in this way will inspire other people to run for school board, run for city council, yes. you know, run for commissioner. These We have ceded this territory to the enemy. We mm-hmm. absolutely have. And in growing up, you know, I, I grew up in the church and I heard my whole life, you know, politics and religion don't don't mix. You know, whenever we get together for family events, you know, we don't, we don't talk about politics, you know. Uh, that was a grave mistake. Right. Uh, we should never have, uh, that, that narrative has injured the church and injured our influence and colored how God sees the people. And so, you know, all you got to do is be a student of the word, you know, which I am, and know that God uses people. For, for whatever reason, and leadership is important. It matters to God, and so, uh, so yeah. So that's that's why I'm running. You know, our mm. nation is on fire. We are in so much trouble as a nation, careening towards socialism. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have an unsustainable debt problem in the country. We've seen now in the last two years what tyrannical leaders will do uh, over a virus with a 99.9 percent recovery rate. Right. We're watching this right. play out in Canada. Yeah. Uh. So I mean, what would happen, you guys, if God's people said, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to speak on behalf of the living God. I'm going to come to God for wisdom. That is when God moves, when, we, when we're on our, our faces and on our knees before him. And we're saying, Lord, give us the words. We can't do this by ourselves anymore. Obviously, it doesn't work. So uh, we got a, a, big, a big road ahead of us. So I have to <laughs> raise a lot of money. My, my, the worst thing about this, and I'm learning a lot, uh, is the, the, the pressure and the amount of money that is... Uh, put out there for people to have to raise. Mm. And it keeps you, I think, in many cases from even getting a message out because you're being pressured to raise money all the time. And this is true of sitting congressmen Mm. and women. Uh, It's true of any elected official, particularly at the federal level. It appears to me from from a little bit of an outside view right now that they are spending at least half their time on the phone raising money. Well, I don't want them doing that. I want them to spend 80% of their time working for the citizens. So we've got a lot of things to fix. Um, but, you know, I'm an optimist. I think our best days are ahead of us if we will do what, what the Bible says in Chronicles and turn to the Lord and repent. Mm-hmm. And yeah, God turn will from our wicked our ways. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, so good. Yeah. I mean, I'm fired up. So. Yeah, you are. <laughs> You're getting me fired up, Heidi, for sure. <laughs> you know, you don't realize, you don't realize it's like the race. Yeah. There's reason people aren't arguing when you watch, uh, you know, a race in the Olympics or a marathon because you don't have time to argue with each other because you're fixing your eyes right. on the end, right? And as followers of Jesus, he's like, run the race, not sit in your your lazy boy chair, run the race set yep. before you fixing your eyes on me, the author and perfecter of your fate. And this race that you're in, all of our Splash listeners, we want to be a part of that. You know, mm. We need to come along and be praying for Heidi. We need to pay, pray for people that God puts in right. the race because... Um, when we pray, and you read this in Acts, right? When the people prayed, God moved. He moved. Yes. And you talk about Amen. resources. Your daddy is the king of the universe, Heidi. You know, your royalty. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he owns the cattle on a thousand hills. He's not going, oops, mm-hmm. I put you in this race and I'm not going to bestow all the blessings on you. There's people listening right now that could bless your mm-hmm. campaign in a major mm-hmm. way. We're going to tell you how to do that. And it's like, it's so important because I, I so agree with you. Sometimes I get so frustrated because the church... The church should have been the voice here about 
abortion, about adoption, about heroin, about uh, coronavirus. We should have been the voice, Mm -hmm. but because it's been so watered down, the gospel has been so watered down, people don't know what to believe. They don't know where to go. I mean, you just said a statistic that's absolutely true and 99.9% chance of not dying, right? Especially children. And I have more of a chance of being stung by a bee today and I'm not walking around in a bee suit. You know what I'm saying? Like what is going on? I love on your podcast, your podcast is amazing, by the way. Um, I love that you get into these topics and you have this young, young Jesse on, I believe his name was Jesse or Jess or something. And he was talking about- Jesse Justice, what a name. Jesse Justice, Justice? that's his real name? (laughs) I didn't know the last name. Oh my God. real name. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I was like- I can see that slogan already, (laughs) vote for Jesse Justice. Or you can (laughs) vote for the unjust guy, whatever. (laughs) Who do you want to vote for? Um, But he was talking about how he was a part- um, of a walkout that they were doing because as students, I mean, his whole high school years, um, Corona basically hit him when he was in his sophomore year. But I love the analogy that you use that a lot of doctors and um, scientists actually have shared, which is the mask on your face is like throwing sand at a chain link fence. That's how much yep. it's protecting you. And then what Jesse was sharing with you on the on your podcast was the mm-hmm. fact that these young children, they don't even know facial expressions. They don't That's even know right. what their teachers look like. They don't know how to express themselves. Right. They were away for a year. They come back to class and he said the class was silent. And we all were best friends. He goes to a small school. And if we don't stand, moms and dads listening right now, sisters, brothers, aunts, uncles, grandma, grandma and grandpa, grandpa, our kids will never have an opportunity to. Right. It's either us right now mm-hmm. Or just enjoy your lazy boy. But, you know, critics never create anything. And so these critics on the sidelines, and then you see, you meet a Heidi who's jumping into the race. And I just, I would love for you to share with your podcast, what is the easiest way for people to get in touch with you and get information or that want to come around and help you that actually live in Washington state right now? Yeah, well, it's just Heidi St. John for Congress. I mean, I at the beginning of this, my husband's like, maybe we should, we should, uh, you know, value back a little bit on the internet, you know? <laughs> I don't think that's going to work. Not in 2022, like, yeah. No, I'm lit up like a Christmas tree that's on the right. interweb. Right. So I always tell people, this is what I want your listeners to know. You don't have to live in Washington State to support my run for Congress. That's because right. My run, you know, my voice on the floor of the House of Representatives is a voice for the nation. My voice uh, against Nancy Pelosi is a voice against AOC and the squad. My voice is a voice for freedom. And we've got to stop looking at these races, the federal races in particular. We've got to stop looking at them as if they're, they're in a vacuum and it only affects one state. That's not true because we know that if we could take the majority... We would we could roll back some of these terrible laws that are coming out of Washington D.C. right now that are literally crippling our country and taking us into the dark ages. Let's go. And so I'm hoping, you know, I mean, people can uh, people can find out about uh, my race, obviously, at Heidi St. John for Congress. Uh, the podcast, which is in its eighth year now, we're coming up on 1,500 wow. episodes. That one is uh, that was called Off the Bench. It's really the theme of my life, you know, trying to get people off the bench and onto the battlefield. We're not here just to, I keep, I'm so, my husband was a pastor for 20 years. We met at Multnomah School of the Bible back in the oh, 80s. Wow. And uh, we have a passion to see God's people engage the culture. 
that's why we're here. We're here to be salt and light. And the church has sequestered itself to the four walls of the church. You know, we have mm-hmm. our potlucks. We go where we're comfortable. Jesus calls us out of our comfort zones to walk on water. Jesus calls us out into the desert places when we realize that the only water we need is the living water. Jesus is the one who calls us to the places where the people are because that's who God cares about. And at the end of the day, that's what this is about. Is it about economics and uh, national security in the southern border, which is a joke right now? Right. Yes, it is. But at the end of the day, that's fruit. What's the root? It's people. Mm. This is all about people. And we know how God feels about people, right? The Bible says, for God so loved the world, he gave his only son. Mm. What are we doing for the people that God loves? Mm. What, are we willing to use our voices? Or are we too afraid of what the culture might say or what the attacks that might come? And they, they will come. And I think the Lord is, is teaching me right now to, uh, to suit up in a different way. I've been reading through the book of Nehemiah and watching how Nehemiah led the children of God. You know, his, his worst uh, enemy was a, a dude named uh, Sambalot. And this guy uh, lied about him. He, uh, he tried to discourage him. He tried to bring an army against him. And at one point, he comes up to the wall and Nehemiah is hacked off by this point, right? And Nehemiah's like, get away from me. I'm busy. I'm rebuilding the wall. You do what you do. And he's exactly who you guys just referenced. These people, these critics, they don't build anything. That's right. All they're trying to do, and the Bible says the reason... The reason that Sambalot and Tobias, the Ammonite, the reason that these two dudes were attacking Nehemiah was because they were angry that help was coming for the children of God. Think about that. Wow. They were angry that help was coming for the children of God. That's a now word, right, for today, right? That's what, that is what this is about. And so uh, that means every single one of us has a role to play. And some of us are the senders. We're the ones that can contribute money and we can help these people run their races. And the other ones are the goers. But both parts are equally important. And so, and the other thing, you know, this is just a little bit of it. And you've probably heard me if you listen to my podcast. I've been ranting and raving about this for a while, but we've got to stop uh, looking at politicians and public servants as if they were celebrities. These are servant positions. They are called to be servants of the people. And we have forgotten even what the word servant means. It's a lowly position. They're not celebrities. And so just to put it back in, in right perspective, you know, and Jesus said, you know, whoever wants to be the greatest should be the least among the people. And that's mm-hmm. the person who comes early and stays late. And for as long as Jay and I have been, we planted over 60 homeschool cooperatives in the United States over the years and wow. uh, in, in many, many of the states across the country because we love this country and we believe that education is the linchpin for so much of the problems that we're experiencing right now. So we've been on the, at the front edge of this for a very, very long time. But you know who the, the, biggest, uh, the biggest critics that we had, the hardest uh, to convince were pastors. Right. Yep. We were trying to get uh, homeschool cooperatives and churches. And you know, for I mean, you guys will probably relate to this. Uh, Jay and I probably went to a thousand pastors to get 60 homeschool cooperatives. Wow. And we heard everything from, well, there's, you know, there are tithing members of our church who don't believe in homeschooling, or we don't want to offend anyone. We're not trying to make a statement against the public school. It's like, can't you see these kids are dying? Yeah. Can't you see what's happening? But we politicized it. We forgot that God loves the people. So if God loves the people, we should love the people. Well, how do we love them? We come alongside, we come up with solutions. We seek the Lord Mm -hmm. in fasting and prayer. And we say, Father, give us answers. Show us, open our eyes so that we can help the people that you love. Mm -hmm. So there, there are so many levels to this to unpack. And a lot of people are saying, you know, to me, which is a perfectly legitimate question, why would, why 
that's, you know, I've got, my, I, I make a decent living speaking and my podcast does great. We run the Homeschool Resource Center. I don't need this. But we have to, every single one of us, start listening to the Lord. Because it's not about what I need or even what I want. It's about what does God want. And if our nation could get back to that and we stop thinking about what we want and we start saying, Lord, what do you want? I think we're going to see, I think we could live to see another great awakening. And I, I frankly am excited for it. Amen. You know, Amen. Heidi, as, as you're talking, I, I keep thinking about, you know, there there are leaders, um, there are people who financially can, you know, um, support you. Um, and then there's those who are sitting here thinking, well, what can I do? I want to be part of it. And yet I can't be, I'm not a leader or I'm not financially able, but as a, a our mutual friend, Luana Wilson, um, I know that she has jumped on board to support your campaign, uh, to be to do meet and greets, to stuff envelopes, to do whatever. I mean, there's we need to get involved. We're the hands and feet of Jesus. And we need to come yes. around people like you to um, support you in any way. And it doesn't have to be yes. in the front lines. It can be behind the scenes, which is so, so important. Oh, it's so important. And the, and the prayer team, we have, I mean, anyone who's listening to this can go to my website and sign up to be on the prayer team. And we, we send out prayer updates regularly. We meet twice a week uh, to pray. And sometimes I'm not able to be at the, at the prayer meetings and they pray over me anyway. This morning I woke up to a wonderful prayer God still prayer hears warrior. it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he does. And it, it matters. Who did God send in when he told the Israelites to take Jericho? He sent in the worshipers. He, he sent in the, the priests and the Levites and they marched around that city seven times and God did an amazing thing. Nothing is out, outside of the, the ability of, of the Lord. So yeah, you're, I mean, Barbara, you're exactly right. You know, it's really, it's just, it's just coming before the Lord and saying, what can I do? We don't pray just for the, just for the exercise of prayer. We pray so we can seek God and hear his voice and obey him. We seek for, we, we pray for directions, right? That's at least what we should be doing. You know, sometimes we come to him and we're, we're crying. And, you know, I love the Psalm so much because David, I so relate to him. One minute he's like, God, you are my God. How majestic is your name? And the next time he's like, where are you? <laughs> you know, why aren't totally. you listening to me? I don't know if you noticed, but people are trying to kill me, you know? And the next day he's like, Lord, thank you. You know, uh, you're amazing. You're incredible. I love him because of his humanity. It's so on display. And God said that despite the failures in David's life, um, God loved him and he was the apple of God's eye. And I think it's because God saw his heart. And so every person listening, God sees your heart and whatever you can do, uh, you know, it's obviously, this is a spiritual battle. So prayer is the most important thing. Um, and then just having people, yeah, and just get involved. You guys, I mean, can you imagine, I think about this all the time because I love California. Uh, I was just down there uh, for a freedom rally in San Diego and then we went to stay with some friends of ours uh, just at the top of um, San Diego County. And I see, you know, people say, why doesn't everybody just leave California? I'm like, uh, have you guys been there? Because it's gorgeous. There's a reason, you know. Uh, California, one of the most beautiful places on the face of the earth. Mm -hmm. And people are being driven from their homes because of terrible leaders. Right. This is something that we can fix with the help of the Lord. And I love what you said, too. It's like you were walking in step with the Lord. You were in his word, you were praying, you were speaking with God, and he asked you to run for Congress. And so there are people listening right now that God, you might go, well, I'm not running for Congress, but God has a specific assignment. If you're breathing today, 
You woke up. Yes. God's not finished with your story. And if Amen. you, I believe this so with my heart, Heidi, that if you had not run for Congress, no matter what the outcome is, I don't even care, right? You would have been in mm-hmm. sin. And I think a lot of times yeah. because of our own fears, mm-hmm. it, we shrink yes, back, right. right? And we don't allow God to show the favor of what he's really doing. There might be something even bigger than Congress that he has for you. And I know people listening right now, there's a desire on your heart. You've been seeking God. You've been asking for his wisdom. You've been asking for his direction. And I hope Heidi just encouraged you to realize the church is not a box. If you're a follower mm-hmm. of Jesus Christ, you are the church. And true servanthood, I love Mark 10, 45, for even the son of man did not come to be served but to be served and then to give his life as a ransom for many. It's like as followers of Jesus, we need to get dirty. Like we need to get bloody. We need to get in the race. We need to have a voice. And everyone listening is part of the body of Christ. And when we armor up and we put that full armor of God on, you it won't work. My dear friends, this armor of God, I'm like, oh, I'm going to armor up. I'm going to put on the helmet and the, the weight, breastplate. you know, <laughs> breastplate of whitenesses, the shoes of peace, sword of the spirit. It, the only way that armor is going to activate is through prayer. And yep, we act right. like that's not powerful. I believe it. I, I know. I get letters from a lot of my listeners. They're like, oh, I try to pray. I fall asleep. Or I just, no, no. If you're going into the presence of the God that's letting you breathe, take a minute. Because he would like yeah. to share something with you because he still has you here. Otherwise, your life's a vapor, girlfriend. We're just exiting here. Right. I mean, I, I'm here today, but hello, Kobe yep. Bryant, Bob Saget. I mean, yep. that's home, yep. close to home for us. Yep. I mean, who, yep. no way did he wake up that day. No way did he finish that show that night and tweet about it mm. and then at 65 die, right? And it's like, so if you're still here, and Heidi, I love this encouragement. Mm. As believers, as followers of Jesus, we need to be in the race. Right. Get off the sidelines. Yep. Don't be a sideline sitter. I love your podcast. I, yeah, get off the bench. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need any yeah. more bench warmers. And wherever it is, if it's Whatever. in our schools, yes. if it's in our I love even community. Local, yes, yes, carpool, at soccer fields, at, at piano. I never realized how important it was to vote in your own community. Come on, Barbara. I'm I not love kidding. you. You're killing me right now. You know, I'm, I mean, you know years Bryce ago. for how long? I mean, I'm, my I'm husband doesn't miss ago. a vote. Yeah. I mean, hello. But <laughs> now it's like, wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Because she's right. That voice that, that God can give her on that Senate floor, that us voting correctly. And when I say correctly, I mean the Bible. Right. Like the President of the United States right. isn't who I worship, okay? Right. Like my, I know that God is allowing him to breathe, just like Pharaoh was in Egypt. And the Bible says in his heart was hardened, right, when Moses went to him. But it's like, I'm not upset because, oh, I didn't vote for him. I didn't vote for her. It's like, no, I need to vote the Bible because I'm a follower of Jesus. Right. And I want to vote for freedom. I want to have freedom of choice with my medical records. I want freedom of choice of where my kids go to school. I want freedom. For our children, our grandchildren. Right, because not only are there young men and women right now fighting Mm -hmm. for that freedom that's just provided for us as we hop on the freeway and head over to Malibu for lunch after the podcast, which you were here, Heidi, but the... Jesus. That wasn't very nice. I know. I just had to put that in because you were bragging about our state. But Jesus, God would send his only son, his only begotten son, to come and die for you and me. Because 
all, I, I can speak for all three of us, and I just met you, Heidi, but you're a sister in Christ. We're not arrogantly Christians on this podcast or running for Congress. No, we suck and need a savior. Right. And so when he tells us to do something, I'm gonna get in line because I like to win and God's in the victory business. He wins. Mm-hmm. And it's Amen. so refreshing to hear women with seven children and grandchildren and a healthy marriage. It's like, yeah, those exist, people. God's the glue. Like, you know, you're just looking at your circumstances sometimes and you're like, well, why is my life so screwed up? I don't know. Who are you listening to today? CNN? Mm-hmm. Like, who are you listening to? Who's in control? To whom are you listening? Right. And when I get that correct, it's amazing what God can share with my sinful heart. Mm-hmm. When I submit mm-hmm. that, you know? Yeah. He's ready mm-hmm. and willing. He's ready to put us in the race. This is so good, Heidi. He's a difference maker. And I and I think we and we were praying about this last night. And Lord, you know, may your name ring out again. That's right. From the halls of Congress and from our schools and from our universities. You know, I'm I'm a hosting Constitutional Live. My friend Rick Green has this awesome constitution course and I'm hosting it Sunday night here at the Homeschool Resource Center. About two hundred and fifty people coming out every Sunday night from five to six thirty. And we're learning about our constitution and the founding of the country. And guess what? Everything they're telling our kids in our universities right now is a lie. Our country was founded on the principles of God's word. It was founded by people who revered him and wanted to uh, to set the footing of this nation correct before we built around it. The framers of the Constitution had a tremendous uh, fear for for God and for righteousness. Were they perfect men? No. But God used them in a powerful way. And so, you know, getting back to those things and recognizing, you know, back to the things of first importance. And, and uh, I've spent, you know, the, most of my adult life, you know, uh, it wasn't uh, raising children and cleaning up spit up. <laughs> I have been trying to just encourage uh, parents, mothers in particular, that God's heart is for families. Uh, years ago, I think I was probably 16 years ago, I went... Uh, I had my very first appearance on uh, Dr. Dodson's show. I wrote a book about marriage. I came from a broken home and I wrote about, um, you know, what it meant to apply the principles of God's word to our marriages and what that might look like, that, that the Lord might help me break a generational sin in my family. And Dr. Dodson said with such clear eyes, and this was, you know, a long time ago, he said, Heidi, if the Lord continues to use your voice, speak up on behalf of the family. Amen. Because it's the family that's under attack. So for every mom and dad that's listening to this, you know, before we can talk all day long about getting into politics and getting off the bench, you got to have your home in order. That's right. You got to have your marriage on, right. on solid footing. I think so much of what's happened in the church over the last several decades is we watch people who, uh, who jump out ahead of God's priorities. And God clearly lays it out in his word. What does he say is the first thing? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, your strength. That's the first thing. So we nurture our relationship with the Lord individually. That means in the morning, I'm in the word. I'm, I'm asking God for direction. I'm trying to, to um, ascertain what he wants me to do that day. And it might be as simple as uh, defrost your meat and make sure your kids get dinner. It may be as simple, <laughs> you know. Um, and then out of an overflow of what God does in our private quiet time with him, we pour into, if we're married, we pour into our spouse. And out of an overflow of what God does there, we pour into our children. Mm-hmm. And out of an overflow of that obedience in that order, that's when we begin to pour into the community. If we if we mix those things up, if we start going, yeah, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna run for office or I'm gonna do whatever, but our marriage is in trouble, or we're losing the hearts of our children, 
and we're not investing in the things that those are the, those are the first priorities that God gives us. We are responsible. I'm accountable to my family, to my children, uh, and now to my grandchildren. We just, we were at a gender reveal party last night, right before we went no. to Luana's house. I was at it. Uh, we found out we're having another little uh, grandson, little baby boy coming Woo-hoo! in a couple months. Congratulations. <laughs> I know. I was like, woohoo, look at that. You know, I told my grandson, no, my eight-year-old grandson, I said, Noah, look at this. You're going to have a band of brothers now. And he was Aww. like, that's right, Ramsey, a band of brothers. And uh, and just, you know, getting the opportunity to, to speak into his life will be more important to me than running for Congress or anything else I could do in the, in the even in the community because those, those are the people that God has entrusted directly to my care. And so... I, I just, you know, as passionate as I am, and I, you know, I'm an author and speaker. I love speaking. I do it all over the all over the country and around the world. Even I love those things. But my first responsibility will always be home, yeah, and right. it will always be my, my people, my children, my husband. Uh, and and so I I always try to because I get so enthusiastic and you know everybody should run for Congress. Everyone do this, but you know what? We got to we got to do a heart check first. Put your finger on the pulse of your family. Mm-hmm. Ask the Lord to help you decide, is this the right time? And, and Lord, you need me to focus more on my children. Are, are there hearts for you? Have I taught them your word? You know, uh, Luke 640 says that when a student is fully trained, he'll be like his teacher. Do we know who's teaching our children? That's right. Uh, that, that says to me as a homeschool mom, my kids are going to be an awful lot like me. And I always tell people, you want to find out how wicked you are? Homeschool your kids. <laughs> you want to find out how completely wretched and in need of a savior you are? Uh, homeschool your kids, become a mother, you know, that'll do it. If motherhood hasn't humbled you, you're doing it wrong, you know? So right. mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like, you know, for, for this time, and we've seen this, I know that you guys have seen this in ministry over the years because you've been in, in Christian circles uh, for a long time. Also, so many of the, the crash and burns that we see, the black eye on the gospel and all the things that happen, they happen because we lose sight of God's priorities. And we start thinking we're all that. And we, we don't pay attention to what's going on at home. And so that's always, you know, I realize sometimes I think, man, I, I get out a little bit ahead of myself, but I want to go back and say, start with the things that are first important. Make sure your foundation is solid. Because I'll tell you what, this is frontline stuff. This, this run for Congress, my, my husband and I have been in tears more in the last year than we have probably in five years combined mm-hmm. because of the reality of, of what we're up against and the wickedness that's in the world right now. Right. And so I, I thank God that I have a strong marriage and it's, it's rough. I mean, I have, there are nights I turn things down just to say, you know what? I need to, I need sure. to go have dinner with my husband and hear what's on sure. his heart. You know what I'm that's saying? Right. So that's right. um, <laughs> it's just keeping, keeping a life in, in balance because if I won a seat in Congress and I lost my marriage, that congressional seat would be worth nothing to me. That's right. So it's just keeping those things and saying, Lord, help me, because we're all multifaceted, right? We all have other things that we're interested in and, and God wants to use. And so it's that listening to his voice uh, and then leaning in. I so appreciate what you guys are doing. And I was talking to Luana a little bit about it last night and just the influence that God has given you. And you're using that influence for righteousness. Mm. And that's what God asked. Uh, and it just, I'm just so thankful. I'm thankful uh, to be here. I'm thankful to be able to listen to you guys and to know the influence that God has given you, praying that God would increase the influence of Christ followers around the globe. And then, you know, some of these uh, pastor friends of mine, uh, Jack Hibbs comes to mind, obviously, you know, Mm -hmm. Rob McCoy, Mm -hmm. these men who have stood in the middle of Mm -hmm. all of this, you know, tyranny against these mandates and saying, no, we're going to keep our churches open because we read in Hebrews, do not forsake the gathering. Right. Don't do that. Right. And so that's rule number one. I don't care what Newsom says. God right. said, don't, right. don't protect the country. Right. 
These are guys who are listening to and understand the word. And so praise God for that, you know, Um, more of it. And it starts with that, with that strong underpinning because it is war. Yeah. And God wants to equip us. And I think that's how he does it. Well, thank you so much, Heidi. Yes, We're so I glad used. you could join us. I could have you on like three more episodes. <laughs> I, know, I know. Oh my gosh. This was amazing. Well, I will come back anytime. Please. And, uh, maybe next time, maybe next time I can actually go in person. Yes, you, you need to come in the studio and then join us for lunch. I'll be down there for CNP next week. So, you know, oh, there you go. I'll be we would Laguna. love to see you. Yes. That would be amazing if you have yeah, margin. Sure. I know that you probably are crammed up as you can believe, but thank you so much thank for just so much, flashing Heidi. a little wisdom and also opening our eyes to, especially the women that are listening, the importance of being a helpmate suitable at home before we go out and yeah. be a helpmate suitable in our community. Yes. It's so important because that's where the yes. blessing comes, right. through God, through my man, to that's me, right. to my children, grandchildren, hopefully one day. I mean, I always say this, Barbara, and I talk yeah. about this a lot, like God would rather my husband mess up than me take over. And so as strong women, we need to be strong women under God's control. And I can feel that passion through you and the wisdom. So thank you so much for joining us. We wish you all the best in your campaign. And let's flash some freedom around our own community. Vote for Heidi. (laughs) It's HeidiStJohnForCongress.com. And we will be following you. And I'm going to be listening to your podcast. I already do. It's amazing. And those of you, send us a line. Tell us your thoughts. We would love to be able to share those with Heidi. Heidi St. John for Congress.com. We love you, Splash family, and we'll see you soon. Thanks for joining us today. Come splash with us at shaleenbryan.com.